Broadcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Gen Extra Podcast. All you Gen Extra Podcast fans out there. Yes. I really need I, something I, better to say. I thought that's the Gen Extras. Is that what we figured it was? Okay, the Gen Extras. I, I like I like the Gen Extras. Okay. Because it's plural. It covers everybody, and it's simple. It's easy to say. Yeah, it is. I saw, like, there's some sort of hygiene product called, like, the the Gen, Gen Extra or something like that. Uh-oh. I, it was really similar. I was looking for cold medicine, and I saw it there. I was wondering what the Gen stood for. I'm like, uh-oh. Mm. What about <laughs> the have sexy we done? What have we done? Oh, the sexy exes. Oh, well, hey, well, oh, welcome to the show, Jack. Thanks. I couldn't wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah, by the way, <laughs> Jackie's on the show with us today. Uh, how long has it been since you've been on a show? It's been a while. Maybe a year. At least. It was season one. Like when it was? You, yeah, wow. it was like early. What, it season. was that far back? It could have been two years ago. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it have been a while ago. Yeah, so welcome to the show. I appreciate you hanging out and uh, doing well with us here. Uh, we actually, uh, Jackie and I were discussing uh, a couple things to bring to the show, and I've been holding off on them, even though there's some days where I'm like, I should just do it without her. But I, <laughs> I promised her I'd wait. So we have like two segments that we're going to do uh, that she wanted to uh, help us out with. And the one, what was the one? Um, I remember we're going to do cover songs, which was... A fun one because we've had discussions in the past on cover songs whether we liked them or hated them and we've had some differences in opinions we'll say yeah it's it's a good um <laughs> it's a good uh contra- not controversial what's the word i'm looking for it's, it's a, a debate topic of debate it is yeah 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 so and the other what was the other one we're doing oh jacks like uh <laughs> make sure you get a little closer to the mic don't be scared of it okay sorry i don't want to be like jason <laughs> Jane. Yeah, there's a shout out to our, yeah shout yeah. out to our friend jason there she called you out jay your uh, mic your mic technique sucks. it's gonna be Go old-timey ahead. phrases mm-hmm. that everyone says but nobody knows why we yes. know the meaning but we don't know where they came from and why we say them i feel like these will have a way more interesting origin to them than the Gen Z words, I oh, think, yeah. for the well, most part, like I think Gen well, Z just makes Gen- them up. Right? They just they just take our words and phrases and they chop some letters off the end. Yeah, yeah. Some of those are pretty bizarre. But no, these. As an example, I don't even know the definition, but I'm gonna read one here. Did you happen to? Uh, did you write down "see a man about a horse"? Yes. You did? Okay. That's just okay. There you go. So that, oh no, I didn't. Oh no, great, I didn't research a, it yet, but it's on our list. Okay, yeah, it's that's on the list. That's a great example. It is like uh, we all know what it means. I'm gonna go see a man about a horse. That would be when a guy's got to go take a leak. Am I correct? That was it. Yeah. I think so. I don't I use so, that one very yeah. much. Yeah. Now you have me like second guessing. Uh, what right. That I know. Actually... Like I don't know for sure. I, I think that's when that's applied. Is that right, Jax? Are you looking at I up? believe so. No, I didn't oh, right. I know I just caught myself when I was driving one day and saw somebody like out for a run and I was like, wow, they're fit as a fiddle. And I'm like, why did I say that? You know, it's like, yeah, it's just an old saying, but say where, yeah, where did it come from? So we're going to get into some of these, uh, later on. Uh, but the first part of the show, I would say probably the first, at least half or more, uh, is the, uh, the cover songs, uh, debate we're going to have. Yeah. So 
and it, and it actually it, it, it's becoming a bit more relevant for me at least because there is be there's a song that has come out recently uh there it was originally a tracy chapman song it's called fast car yeah it is everywhere who covered it was it uh uh, does anybody remember who covered Luke Combs. Luke Combs. It's it's actually a decent cover. I, I don't hate it. He really did kind of keep it in the wheelhouse of uh, Tracy Chapman that she did. Mm-hmm. But I got to be honest too. There's one one thing I got to note to that. Uh, I didn't know that Tracy Chapman was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! For the long until this song came out, I literally thought Tracy Chapman was a dude. What about KD Lang? Is that a man or a woman? I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, Katie, Katie? Do you even know who that is? No. Letters K and D. Oh, K D. But I think Lang? it's supposed to sound like I'd have to Katie. hear him. I'd have to hear him. But it's a woman. Or, or, or her. <laughs> uh, but no, even after hearing Tracy Chapman, uh, I, I just for the longest time thought, said that I was thought I was a dude. And I was telling my wife, uh, uh, I was like, I like the uh, I like the new Luke Combs cover. Uh, I was like, and I said, I think it it really he did a good job. He did justice for for his yeah, original. I think it just made it. Brought it modern, like people who haven't heard it before got to know that song now. Yeah, exactly. You know? But I, I referred to Tracy Chapman as a him, <laughs> and she's like, uh, she's like, it's a woman. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> so I literally had to look it up. <laughs> yes, in fact, uh, yes, it is a woman. So I was, I was way wrong. But anyway, uh, who wants to go first in our, uh, our, our round the room discussion here on uh, cover songs? So we're going. Let me. Well, we, what are we gonna do first? Are we each gonna throw out? We're just so gonna, gonna throw, throw one, one of one of our favorites, oh, and no. then we'll maybe then we'll shift the ones we don't like. No, no, you can pick either way. We're just gonna discuss. Okay. Like whether we just all just one you feel like strongly it. about. Yeah. Whether you love okay. it or hate it, and then we'll got it. Oh. So, Jax, since this is your bit, Jax, this is your thing. You take us off. Which one of yours? Yeah. Don't um, tell us whether you like it or hate it. Yet. Okay, I will go with Boys of Summer. Sorry. What song is it? Boys of Summer, originally by Eagles, covered by. The Ataris. Ah, yes. I have, okay. I am familiar with that one. Yeah, I guess we're saying whether it's better or worse mm. than the original. There you go. Okay. Hey, I'm going to skip into, into some of the lyrics here. Yep. Here we go. Okay. You know what? I I, I don't, I don't know this. what I don't know what Jackie thinks, but right, but I have never I've heard that cover before and I've always I've always been kind of like I like it. Like I think it's I think it's a really nice modern quote unquote take. That's of, kind of fun of actually. I like that. Song. I, I think it's a hundred percent better than the original. Oh okay, all right, all right. Yeah. Like a whole hundred percent. Like, like I don't even think I liked song. the original until I heard that. Because it would always come on like ninety nine point three when I was younger. Oh, our local oh, radio yeah. station. Anyone you know. who knows Northwest oh, yeah. Pennsylvania. Oh, 99.3. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Was it the Kiss summer? or something? What was, what was the name of that? Kiss FM. Yeah, Kiss FM. And then it went to Magic. Now w Balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's so much better. And now I kind of like the original mm-hmm. because I like have listened to the words and I... Well, okay. it is kind of interesting how covers can have that effect on you. How you can hear a modern take on an older song, or it doesn't even have to be old, quote unquote, but just a song that came out previously, and then kind of almost enjoy the original more because I don't know, you've been reintroduced to it in a way. Yeah. 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 No. And I, maybe I didn't even really pay attention to it before because it just kind of seemed boring. But now they really like. I don't know. Yeah, I I like that song. I'm gonna go next though. 
we gotta, okay. we're going to keep it moving because so we want to get through at least about three rounds. Of this. Okay, okay. All right. So uh, my my cover that I rather enjoy a lot. I'm just prefacing that. I'm, I'm just opening up with that. Is uh, Chris Cornell? Uh, Nothing compares to wow. you, which was originally by uh, R.I.P. Uh, Sinead O'Connor. It's really good. It's really good. Joe, have you heard this before? I have. Yeah, yeah. I just want to get through the first couple of lines here. And I guess R.I.P. Chris O'Connell. Or <laughs> Cornell. Yeah, yeah. It's been seven hours and 16 days Since you took your So good. Yeah. I go out every night and sleep all day. There you go. You know, I think I've only heard the live version of that, and that's so good. I've it's never so heard good. I love that cover. I'll have to say it, that um, Chris O'Connor. Now I'm saying O'Connor. I know. I don't know why I say O'Connor. Chris Cornell. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't appreciate him till he was gone, and now I'm really sad. I know. Like, me neither. Like, I, I, I listened to some of his stuff before. But yeah, since he did uh, pass away a, f- a few years back, uh, yeah, it's uh, I've really, really grown to like love his yeah, stuff. His voice is so good, so good. All right, so Joe, what's you know your? What I, what do you, oh, you got something to mention? On well, that? I just want to say what I like about that cover. Mm-hmm. What I just it pays a lot of respect to the original, right? It's, it does. It's not one of those covers that tries to like He's redo like, it essentially, but it's more like I'm I'm just doing it in like my own. Yeah, I don't uh, think it's format better or worse. I feel like they're both great in their own respects. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah Sinead's was fantastic as well. I'm not gonna. I don't want to go back and forth play each. You know, each one right, of these right. versions. But uh, no. But there, there's a point I want to make too about something you just said there, which was when you when you keep it in the like in the realm of sort of like you know paying homage to the original and not making it too weird and too different. I do like that, but there is a fine line. Mm-hmm. Be- oh, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> of keeping it too close. And we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Do you know who wrote I, that I, song? Nothing compares to you. Schneider didn't write it? No. Can oh. you guys take a guess? But you'll never know. I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. Prince. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait a minute. So wait, we're we've just gone full cover on cover. Wait, no, did, he what? didn't. He wrote it. Oh, he wrote he it. He's the writer. Oh, okay. He did he write it for Schneider? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Got I thought it. that was interesting. That's interesting. Well, he did a lot of think writing at that time too. Uh, at least I think that's how he got some of his start. But I don't know. That's a history lesson for a different time. I never think about artists writing for other people. But it, ha- it happens more often than you think. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. All right, so Joe, what's uh, what's one you're bringing right. to the table here? What do you got? Okay, I I like I I, I kind of like to do it this way better. I'm just going to tell you that I picked this one out because I enjoy it. That mm-hmm. way, you don't have to guess. Uh, I'm going with "Land of Confusion," covered by Disturbed. Original by Genesis. Have you heard it? Uh, Land of Confusion. Let me look it up here. Land of yeah. Confusion by Disturbed. Okay, I found it. Here we go. Yeah. Get into a little bit here. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wait, who did this originally? Genesis. Okay. So it's... I feel right, like this, is this fun. version yeah. would make your uh, gym playlist. It would, oh, yeah, for I mean, sure. This yeah, is, this is definitely one of those covers that it, it's it it stays. Oh, here, oh wait, 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 wait. Oh. 
Yes. There's the hook. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I just think they absolutely nailed turning. So they, unlike the last cover that we just listened to, in this one, I mean, Disturbed obviously makes it their version, right? Yeah. Like they're like, this is the Disturbed version of Land of Confusion, but they do they do the the rising and the falling of the of the music and the beats and everything so well, and they match the original well enough that you're like, you're like, yeah, like this is like I really enjoy this version of of uh, Land of Confusion. I think there might have been other maybe a couple other covers of it out there but this is the one that i really like and i think disturbed did a really good job with it even though they didn't really stick within the bounds of the original they kind of did their own thing i still think it sounds fantastic yeah it's like that song on red bull they just like hyped it up a little bit yeah it some exactly. yeah it would yeah. be a good gym playlist or a good song for your playlist but yeah yeah, yeah. i like that one that I, I put in my in my favorites category i am i'm actually adding these uh, like all the ones so far i've yeah. added into my favorites <laughs> Go ahead, Jax. What's I your next download one? Download it to my iTunes. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Um, this one's controversial. Controversial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Sound of Silence. Oh, I know. Covered by Disturbed. Oh, you did it. Originally by Simon and Garfunkel. Okay. The the see this is where it went polar opposite of the original. This one I need to play the original. Uh, yeah, so here's the Simon. Yeah, here's the Simon and Garfunkel. I'm just gonna get into it. Here we go. That was planted in my brain. In case you haven't heard this one before. Still remains within the sound of silence. That's still kind of that's that plays there. In restless dreams I walked alone. Yes. Narrow streets of cobblestone. Okay, okay, okay. Definitely definitely a song that I still enjoy yeah. today. I mean I it's just a good song. It is. And we all know the disturbed version of this. I don't like it, and everyone does. Really? Yeah, I don't like it, and but I think I'm the unpopular oh, opinion. Darkness, my You're just shaking your head over there. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like it. Well, Especially when he really starts wailing. I know. I want to get to that part. Because the visions the halo of a How do you not like this? I have ears. I don't know. <laughs> I, have, I have ears. You don't like this. It's so good. It's too dramatic. You know, it's funny, uh, Jackie. I was gonna say, like, when I've heard, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bridge the gap here. Mm-hmm. I like this version of "Sound of Silence" that Disturbed did. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it's Definitely way showier and almost, almost show toony. Yeah, I was going to say it's like, over the top. You son of yeah. a bitch. <laughs> but I like it, though. That's the thing. And then the I fact actually, that everyone liked it made me just like. I don't know. I really, I really like that song. So we're like, we have Joe's in the middle. Uh-huh. Dave's on one yeah. side and I'm on the other. Yeah, yeah no, I, I really enjoy that one. Uh, I'm gonna go. That's the one I wouldn't discuss with you because I knew how you felt about it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you're. I thought you're holding back like for on a it. year. Like, yeah, I can't talk about it. <laughs> All right, so I'm bringing one to the table that uh, that I I don't care for now. Okay, I do enjoy this band, not so much uh, you know some of the newer stuff, but uh, you know from the '90s. Yes, uh, I, it's uh, Africa by Weezer. 
Oh yeah. Wait a minute. I think I know where you're going with this. Why don't you, why don't you, it's funny. You know what you might have to do though, to make your point here that I think you're about to try to make is I think you need to play both of them or at least, at least a few seconds of each one. I believe you're right. Okay. So here's the intro is kind of long. Yeah. You can skip in. Yeah. Let me get in here a little bit. But even just based on that, you could guess who it is. That's really hard to tell. Yeah. That's Weezer, right? I don't know. Is it? Joe, is this Weezer or is this Africa? No, that's... This is regular Africa. Is it? It's Weezer. Is it? Wait. Joe, is it? No, hold on. Hold on. I'll know. I'll know when we get to I the, know it is the middle. Yeah, because they don't sing the chorus as well. Hurry, boy, it's waiting really don't know to be honest. No, I, no, I think this is the regular. This is the <laughs> original. Oh, that's the original. Okay. Yeah, get, that was the original. Let me get down into this. Uh, yeah. That's Weezer. Okay, I can hear a little difference now. Alright. What, what else? Okay, they did bring actually comparing it directly like that which i'd never done uh weezer did bring a little bit more of the grunge guitar sound to it a little, a little bit, bit a little, little bit. bit it's like turned up to like one or two yeah so that is a difference i can hear but as far as the the, the pacing of the song the inflections the everything about the song yeah the verses are almost identical because they're just both kind of whispering my yeah. biggest complaint with that was originally when that song came out people were like oh my god did you hear the new Africa by Weezer like I'm like I did it's the same as Toto <laughs> like it's the same exact song they just literally karaoke it like they didn't Weezer it up enough for me so that's that fine line I'm talking about where yeah yeah you know they don't want I, I don't like when they go way too far but I I need them to go a little bit farther on that one yeah, like, it really wasn't paying tribute it was more like just singing I bet you the, we can make some money off this we're just going to sing the song. And I thought they have a whole, there's a whole entire like uh, Weezer cover album. Like there's more, there's more songs. Yeah, there, there was actually one that I was debating on bringing with me today for one that I actually enjoy. Cause mm -hmm. Weezer also did, um, oh, shoot, I, I, I'm not remembering the name right now, but, uh, it was on that same album. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, there was, it a, was, what was, it I, was I, called, hold on. I can tell you to I'm look it up <laughs> second here. Um, <laughs> I hope people are enjoying this. <laughs> Oh, they did Rosanna. Yeah, that felt very samey, same, you know, again. Yep. Uh, but it was yeah, fine. Yeah, Rosanna was very close. Yep. I yeah, like the original that take, a lot. Oh, it take would take on a me. lot to make me like something more. Oh, yeah. Somebody else did take on me as well. Yeah. Uh, that was like more upbeat and punk, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I can't remember who did that one, but it, I, that actually, I, enjoy, I did enjoy that one. Uh, but, but yeah, you're right. Though. That's list. what Weezer had an entire just, this is our covers album, right? Like, yeah. we. These are other people. This is our take on these other songs. Let, take it or leave it. Yeah, actually, a really, a really good cover band. If you enjoy covers, if you're liking some of the stuff we're talking about, uh, and you you may be missing out on a gem, uh, which is Smith and Myers. It's the lead singer of Shine Down and the guitarist uh, Brent Smith and and uh, okay, uh, what was his name? Myers, Chris Myers, Mike no, so Michael My Myers, <laughs> no, something, something Myers. I can't remember his uh, his first Oscar Myers Myers. Myers. Uh, Oscar <laughs> Myers, perhaps no, uh, but yeah, they have a cover band called Smith and Myers, and they uh, they've done some amazing, amazing songs that I absolutely love. And if you're interested in checking some of them, I could pull up one of them just to give you a quick 
Uh, I'm actually surprised. Is there one on your list though, or you didn't choose to put one on your list today? No, I didn't put one of these on there. Here's one they did. I, okay, here's. Uh, I'll give you a couple options here. Sitting on the dock of the bay. Hmm. Rocking the free world. Someone like you by Adele. Would you Would you like to hear Brent Smith? I'd like to hear I, Adele. That would be good. Okay. Yeah, I mean, let's go with the, probably the I, what I would say is the most Adele. interesting one on there. Yeah. And I'll let you decide. Remember, this is Smith and Myers. I heard that you're settled down, that you found a boy and you're married now. I heard that your dreams came to you. Yeah, want to a little bit? Yeah. Yes, he gave you things I didn't give love, but sometimes it hurts instead. This dude's got such a range. Well, there you go. There's my there's my plug of Smith. You know, I actually like the instrumental part of that better than his. I mean, I like his voice, but you, you, better you than, watch your tongue, girl. I'm not saying negative <laughs> about him, but I like the guitar on that. Yeah. No, there's so, there's so many good ones. Yeah. She talks to angels. Blue on black. Um. Anyway, plenty of songs to pick from there. But anyway, go ahead. So, Joe, what was your next one you were gonna do? Um, I, uh, I got, I got a couple here. I'll, I'll throw, I'm going to throw a negative one. Ooh, out. Okay. Okay. Ready? Like negativity. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Ready. This is, this is one. I remember when this happened about five or six years ago, I was like, what? She did what? Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> this is Miley Cyrus's cover of smells like teen spirit that she was playing on her tour about six or so years ago. I don't it know was, if I've ever heard this. I've never heard it either. Yeah, I mean, you could, why don't you, you could just, it'll, it'll be the first hit on, like, YouTube or whatever if you bring it up. I don't it see was, it on Apple Music at all. Um, yeah, I don't think she ever put this out for release. No, and I don't think she would have, I don't, I, I think the response, the negative response during the tour was enough to kind of give her the hint that you shouldn't turn this into a studio version. I mean, it's just jarring, to tell you the truth, if um, if you ever listen to it, like, they have like the, the the guitars in the you know the guitars in the background and stuff are pretty much like you know like whatever you whatever you want to call it like clean studio copies of of like what you would hear on the album. But then Miley Cyrus starts singing, and here's the thing: I actually don't really mind Miley Cyrus as a mm -hmm. singer. Like I have nothing against her. I think she actually has some you know a, a couple good pop hits out there that I've I've right, heard I and that I enjoy. I found it. But go. yeah, wait till you play this. Okay. That's horrible. All right. I, I mean, I want to hear what she gets into it here. Right here, come on. Oh. Ooh, that's not good. I just think there's certain songs that maybe shouldn't be touched at all. Like, what <laughs> no, are you gonna know, do right? with it to improve it? She's, I don't know. It's bad. But uh, right, and I think I think one of the key yeah. components there is that that song was written and, and and a lot you can make this argument with a lot of the songs but in particular in this case that song was written by a person in in an era where 
all of Kurt Cobain's flaws and and genius are all kind of kind of come together on that song in that era and it's like it makes a very unique sound and it has a very unique uh presentation to it whereas like if you give it to like a pop band and a pop singer to recreate on stage it's just not going to hold anything that the original does yeah no i mean i'm sure that argument can be made for a lot of songs that people cover you know right you know when they wrote it you know what they were going through um, then, you know, for, for a band to cover it, <sighs> I but I guess it doesn't apply to every cover song either for that matter. But anyway, I see what you're yeah. saying and I, yeah, it's definitely an odd version to hear and even to see too, the video is kind of weird. She was flipping her hair around and kind of like groping herself a little bit. Was, yeah, I don't it, even know what to say about <laughs> it. Yeah. Just, it was kind of odd, really. It felt unnatural. Yeah, right. Every, forced. yeah, like, it, yeah, it did feel really forced. That's like a good way of putting it. trying to be cool. It. Right. Yeah, it's like Which a, she doesn't have to. She's yeah, she already, already got does that her own thing. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you seen all those memes with her um, about the journey? It's like the journey is the first step to something. She she says the saying, and then they they do a quick cut comparison to like. Have you seen any of these? I don't. I don't think so. Oh my god! Is this gosh. something funny that I should be looking at? Uh, hey, I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see if I can find one. Wait, it's a, but it's a visual thing, right? No, no, no it's audio. Oh, okay, okay, okay is usually the part that you remember anyways. <laughs> that's, that's a dog. <laughs> the journey is usually the part that you remember anyways. Undertaker. The journey is usually the part that you remember anyways. <laughs> it's a zipper. What? Is <laughs> the journey is usually the part that you remember anyways. I don't have no money. And besides, it's too hot in here. My God. The journey right, one is more the more. part that you remember anyways. <laughs> Another one they could add is from South Park, the, the uncle. Oh, totally. totally. Oh, yeah. The cap at the tree. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. So who's, you just went, Joe. Jax, what's yours? You got one, You got another one? I'm um, assuming you I probably do. a bunch here. This one's dangerous for you, too. Oh. Um, so... Smashing Pumpkins covered Landslide, and so did the Dixie Chicks. But I don't like the Smashing Pumpkins one. What? Why? What? What is going on here? Okay, I will say this. I don't like his voice. Uh, okay, 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 okay. No, I get it. That's fair. Son of That's a fair. bitch. I'll say this, though. Everyone's going to hate me. No, 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 no. Like, uh, as a big Pumpkins fan, as Joe is too, my opinion on this one is I really, really like Fleetwood Mac's version much better. That's as a pumpkins fan, I'm saying I didn't enjoy. I like Billy Corgan's version because I love you know he what they do. He kind of came off as whiny to me in it. I well, that's every it. song he does. Oh. But uh, yeah, no, I, I like the Fleetwood Mac version, the original, much better. Personally, I would rather listen to that one. Yeah. To be honest. So I, I have a confession to make. Mm -hmm. When I first heard the uh, landslide Billy Corgan's version, Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, you didn't know? I well, I I knew it was a cover. But I never actually heard real landslide until years later. Because once I heard that version, it's all it's the only one that I ever listened to. Remember, what what am I like sixteen at this, you know, at this time, maybe even maybe even younger. I was like, Oh, this is a really cool song. And I think I think our friend Mike was like, Yeah, it's a cover of a Fleetwood Mac song. And I was like, Cool. You know, and so it was the only version that I listened to until yeah. here's a little, I mean, maybe here's a little maybe in my twenties. Here's a little taste yeah. of the punkins one. Can I Stop laughing, Jackie. <laughs> it's still good. 
to dispute that. I think it's fine. The guitar is nice. It's it's a good version, but yes, the uh, the original landslide. Can I sail through the changing ocean tide? It is definitely Can better. Corgan's version is it's is, good. It can be a little jarring though. I get that. Yeah. I guess I will say that I don't think it's bad, but I don't really. I'm not on the same boat as you guys when it comes to this. I know. I'm sorry. You bite your tongue, girl. <laughs> you didn't like NSYNC when I like them. Very I still haven't. <laughs> I never I never turned the page. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of which, uh, Metallica's turn the page. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Let me find that. So what do you... I, I like this one only because I was a big Metallica fan. Okay. Uh but I don't know. Like I'm, I'm kind of on the same, the same thing. Like uh, Bob Seger was uh, did the original, and I really I like his version a lot. But I think Metallica kind of leaned like to that one side for me, where they really brought like the Metallica to it, and that's what I liked about it. They didn't try and just just totally imitate it. Here's a little touch of a, uh, of uh, Turn the Page by Metallica. And I'll get your opinion here in a second, Joe. I just want to sing along with it. <laughs> All right. Let me get into, uh, here we go. There's, there's the Metallica. You, you'll get it here in just a second here. Yeah. Yeah, he brought he brought his Hetfield to it. I feel like, like you yeah. can like those equally. They're both very good. They're both in their really own good. Way. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I love that he Hetfielded up. He didn't pull back. He, like he really kind of made it. It, it. Essentially, it sounds like a Metallica song. Yeah, and that's what I like about it. So, Joe, what's your opinion on that one? I I've always enjoyed. I've just straight up have always enjoyed this cover by Metallica. Yeah, I think they. I think it's. I think it's super respectful and does the original in a way that still like it's it's just the original but done in like the metallica you know done in the metallica format and yes when you listen to this song you can just kind of hear i think like in his voice and the way it's played i think how much they respect the original song Mm. you know and i just i don't know i've always really really enjoyed this cover i all i have different opinions of metallica when it comes to other things that they've done over the past 20 30 years uh but i always thought that this was one of their one of their overall one of their better i think they've done a couple other covers i think mm. but this is definitely one of their better overall covers and at that era in metallica one of their better overall songs yeah no I, for sure well i said. would say too that if you could listen to either of those versions just based on your mood mm. you yeah know? it's like if you're i don't know if you're if ready to rock a little bit more you know a little darker like, right, yeah, right right yeah yeah if you just are like Chilling one night, then you'd listen to Bob Seger. Now, mm-hmm. I introduced the Bob Seger version to my son, Logan, who loves Metallica. And he, of course, said Metallica was better. That a boy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few songs. You know, he, he does appreciate older music, yeah. too. But he's just like, it's just not as good. And I'm like, well, there, and then there is a factor with, with covers, though, that and it has affected me, too, when I listen to covers. Like I said, with, the, with Landslide, I heard, sometimes I heard the cover first. And then you go back and you listen to the original and you're still like, I like, I yeah, like so that's like the original to you. So you're right. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's like uh, somebody covered today by the Smashing Pumpkins, and uh, my cousin Sophia, she she didn't know that it was a cover of a pumpkin song. Really? Yeah, and so when she heard the Pumpkins cover, she liked the one she had heard first much better. So just just to did uh, you hit that yeah. button for her? No, no, I didn't. You should have. I didn't have my soundboard, or I would have. <laughs> you could have just made it. <laughs> This is what I think of anyone who tries to cover today. You son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, what's your yeah. next one, Joe? All right. We'll do, we'll do uh, yours, then maybe just a couple more here, and we'll start moving so on. So I have The Man Who Sold the World uh, yes. by Nirvana. I And i got to be super particular about this one. I really like the cover, but this is one of those where the, meat the original. Song? The Man Who Sold the World's David Bowie. Oh, David. Who do, who's the Meat Puppets one? I remember um, there was, uh, oh, my gosh. They, they covered that one. I remember in the beginning, he's like, this is a Meat Puppet song. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Because like, remember, the, the, the odd part about their Unplugged show was that they did, they they didn't, most of the music wasn't even theirs. Right. Quote, unquote. That's yeah. right. I mean, obviously it was an amazing show and still to this day is regarded as, I don't know, probably the best Nirvana or MTV Unplugged show. But regardless, um, the original was David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt Cobain famously covered it at Nirvana Unplugged. Uh, the Man Who Sold the World. Both versions are fantastic. Now, the one thing I like about the Nirvana version, I don't want to say better because I like both of them, but the thing I like about the Nirvana version is it's, if you compare the two, the Nirvana version, unlike a lot of these covers we've been doing where like the modernized version is like, it's, a, it's either rock, mm. has, you know, it's rock, it's like a rock version or there's instruments added or it's just a heavier, it's just a heavier, denser sound than mm. the original. Nirvana's version was or Kirk Cobain in particular, his version is way stripped down yeah. compared to David Bowie's. I'm it's gonna, it's I'm pretty play a much piece of this. yeah. Play a little bit. Yeah, here we go. Ah, uh, this takes me back to the nineties. Oh yeah, I feel like I Watch only know it. this version. Right. I know. I never really listened to the David Bowie version. Well, what just can you bring up the David Bowie one? Just punch it somewhere in the middle. Yeah. So I, I think what people might want to hear is how legitimately like different and obviously David Bowie esque yeah. that it is. Oh yeah. Hmm. Oh, this is definitely weird. I guess if you're gonna do acid, that this would be the one you'd want to hear. Yes. 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 Oh, this is bizarre. Yeah. I'll be honest, I don't know if I've ever actually heard this version. I haven't. <laughs> wow, this is weird. I feel like I'm pretty versed in music too. Like I know. Uh, a yeah. Lot I'm of gonna. Different I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say I. I like the Nirvana it. version better. Yeah. What I think. Just based I on that. Kurt, I think Kirk did a good job of stripping it down too. He did. Like he yeah, stripped he, it down just the nuts and bolts, basically. Yeah, he took out all the weird stuff out of it. Yeah. Uh, Jax, you got another one? I just want to make sure we have enough time to get to the next okay. section here. Um, okay. This isn't as fun, but um, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston and Dolly Parton. Um, yeah, originally a Dolly song, right? Yeah. And what was that really? Was I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> that was just so surprised when I heard it. I yeah. Know. Did you ever hear the Dolly version, Joe? And we all know I, the Whitney whispers version. A lot. Yeah, I know the the one that we're all talking about, right? Yeah, like to yeah, me, so, that should be the original. That's yeah, here's so much the. Better. Let me just bust into uh, 
a little bit of this here. Here we go. This is the uh, Whitney version. Okay. Oh, God. It's the build-up. Here we go. Here it comes. Let me get a little deeper here. That's what she said. <laughs> okay. All right, this girl could belt. All right, here we go. So I'm going to pull up the uh, the Dolly Parton. I don't know. If, I haven't heard this in so long. I'm just jumping in the middle here somewhere. It's right. almost like she talks it instead of sings it. It's yeah. just very bizarre. Here we go, some Dolly. And happiness. Oh, oh happiness. the happiness. Yeah. What? All of this. Okay. I wish you love. Here we go. Okay. I mean, it's not bad, Dolly. That's pretty good. I mean, she can she can belt it out there. Yeah, that's actually I mean, much better than I expected. I guess more in the verses where she's like, "I wish you love." Yeah, and and happiness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, also something I also noticed in there was that in the Whitney Houston version, she changes some of the timing mm -hmm. of the words and and where they hit, especially in the um, I think in the chorus there. In the Dolly, just the snippet that you play in the Dolly Dolly Parton version, mm -hmm. she she carries a certain word. She gets into it sooner than they than she does in the Whitney Houston version. Kind of interesting how they how they change that a little bit. Yeah, it's not necessarily that her sing her singing's good. It's just, I mean, that's all you have to do. Like just the the pacing of the song, the inflections. Like, yeah, yeah. I definitely can, think that the cover was an improvement. Yeah, yeah. So I have I have two I have two left. I'm only gonna do one. I'm gonna let you guys decide which one you want to talk about. Okay. I either have uh, Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm or Mad World by Gary Jules. Oh, oh, I know which one I want to talk about. But uh, Jackie, you go first. Um, I don't know Mad World. So let's really? talk about that. Yeah, okay. I would I would go with Mad World, too. OK, uh, who was the original artist of this? Because uh, I see a bunch of people that covered this. Honestly, I don't even it, know. It's, I, is it's it Tears for old, Fears? Right. Or was there's a cover as well? I don't know. I don't know. But here's... Well, I'm going to tell you who it is. Yeah, okay? yeah, please look it up. Look it up. It was Tears for Fears. Was, Tears, okay. for Se Tears for Fears, 1982. Mad World. Okay. So here's the, uh, here's the Gary Jules one. All around me yeah, this has been covered a lot. This was like... Uh, they used this song for the intro when they were promoting places. Gears of Wars originally. Yep. Yep. Right in Such a cool song. Going nowhere, going nowhere. Yeah, that's Mad World by Gary Jules. Uh, I want to hear the uh, Tears for Fears. Yeah, I do too. All right, here we go. I'm just going to let this uh, bump up. Here we go. Oh, this is different. Okay, I see what happened. All right, so I'm Disturbed did the same thing. Geometrical haircuts. <laughs> right. <yeah>. Fluorescent <laughs> pants. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, Disturbed did the same thing with uh Sound of Silence. Like they took that weird tempo, that that happier vibe almost, and made it just yeah. like they did with this one and with Mauro made it much slower. And well, uh, and Gary Jules is all stripped down too. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh I definitely okay. Again, on I that think one. The lyrics like call for that, I think. It does, yeah. Fears like for it, Fears version is just doesn't go with. 
too happy for Mad World. Yeah, yeah it's a little bit too upbeat. Oh, uh, it definitely very tears for Fearsy. I mean, especially in that era. But yeah, it's funny too, because again, that's one of those songs that I heard later in life and I heard the cover first and I've always, always liked the Gary Jules version. Not necessarily better, but it's the version that I knew. Who is Gary Jules? Is he a one-hit wonder? I, uh, I, I don't so. know. I, I would venture a guess and say yes. He probably is. <laughs> Sorry, Gary, Mr. Jules. Uh, but I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Jules. <laughs> I don't know if he has any other hits. Gary Jules, the artist. Let me look here. Uh, no, he's got uh, he's got a cup. Okay, it's all Mad World. Uh, <laughs> oh, like, he did. Okay, I want. Uh, oh, he did. I want you to want me. Really? Like he covered that at some point? Yeah. Let's hear what this is. You know, this sounds like. Okay, this sounds like this would be a song at a uh, dance recital that they're doing like some slow like solo or duet to. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I can hear that already. I'm going like to recommend it to Who was the original on that song? Was it? I want you. Wait, was he? No, he was wasn't. Sticks. No, it wasn't Sticks. Who was it? Uh, let me look here. I want you to want <laughs> me. Cheap trick. Okay. Tom Petty covered that and that was good. Yeah. See, Everybody's covering everybody. And I said, and that was good, not in at. Oh, and so that was good. <laughs> and that was good. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so Joe, do you do you want to end with one more? Or do you want to move on? Take it, Joe. I um I only have a, I do have one more. I was okay. just like I was about to say like I don't know if I have. Yeah, I got one right here. All right, ready to go. You ready? What do you got? So Last this one. is, this is a. I like this one. The, the the original was done a few times, but it's called it's feeling good. Covered by Muse. In the early 2000s, the original, the original was, this is, this gets a little complicated. Yeah, dude, I'm looking, there's a lot of people that did this. Yes. So feeling good is definitely a cover. Muse definitely covered it. The original original, and there's a reason I'm saying that was because it, it came from a 1964 musical entitled The Roar of the Grease Paint. Okay. So it's kind of, kind of a weird title there, right? But it was made, initially made famous by Nina Simone in 19 shortly after like her album version of it is what put that song on the map so when a lot of people say that that somebody covered feeling good they generally refer to covering the nina simone version not necessarily the original writers and or or place it appeared which was in the 1964 musical i would give credit to sinatra for that Am I thinking of the same one? I don't know. You let's, are. Let's, let's, it's been covered many times. Here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a little t- a touch. I don't even know if I, I know the songs. Here we go. Oh, I know the song. Mm-hmm. Is this Muse? Yeah. I can see you driving down the streets of this show. Just mm-hmm. belting this out. Yeah, I've heard this a lot. Yeah, okay. Like this is theatrical. It is. I've heard versions that I know I like better than this. Um, not saying I mean, it's interesting. You did a bad version. That's the first time I've heard it. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's it is a theatrical piece. I mean, everybody that you've heard do That's it true. from Sinatra oh, to Michael Bublé. Right? I know. Yeah. It's right here. Bublé. You know how. Bublé. Yeah. This is where I heard it. Yeah. Michael Bublé. Sun in the sky. And this is good too. Yeah. You know. I mean, Michael Bublé's version is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't want to listen to the whole song. But yeah, there you go. So yeah, I actually I really like Buble's version. I'm not a huge Buble fan. If you keep saying his last name, it starts sounding funnier. But <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, I think so there's a time and place for Buble. There is. <laughs> now I'm just <laughs> laughing at saying Buble. <laughs> Buble. 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 Uh, yeah. I liked this subject though. I think um, this would be good if you could take calls because you'd, you'd probably have your. Yeah, this would be lighting really up like good crazy. I'm take... sure everyone has crazy opinions on. Oh, we have missed things. so. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many cover songs out there that, yeah. that obviously we didn't even get to, but there's there's tons, man. People cover songs every day, left and right, and there's I know there's more songs that I didn't even talk about, like a lot more. Oh, and I had I had a list that I didn't write down already in my head that was like ten deep, and yeah. these are, these are the three or four that I settled on. Yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe we'll do this again in another episode, but. Uh, we got about 15 minutes left, so let's let's move on to our last section of this show, uh, which was, uh, what were we calling it, Jax? Old-timey sayings? Old-timey, yeah, catchphrases. <laughs> Old-timey catchphrases? <laughs> I guess they're not catchphrases, but it's fun. It's a yeah. fun title. Yeah, things that uh, we, we do all say, but perhaps don't know why. So okay. let's, uh, again, let's, what was my example that I gave earlier? The pot to piss in, was that yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, don't have a pot to piss in. The, the origin to that one, just so people kind of get where we're going with this when you're using this statement it is to imply that you are poor you are out of money and therefore you don't have a pot to piss in why jackie um, would you not have a pot to piss in? why would you well, need a because pot to when piss they in? used chamber pots mm -hmm. before they had indoor plumbing only there were people that couldn't afford changer chamber pots and mm -hmm. they still had to like piss mostly at, yeah mostly at nighttime that, that was a luxury to be able to pee by your bedside and yeah. dump it out the window. Yeah, you'd have to work. venture to like a like a public you were you know, so outhouse poor you or couldn't even afford a pot a to piss. A simple pot. Yeah. To piss in. There you go. So that that's now, where that came from. Um when I was looking that up, uh, piss poor came along and that's uh the mean the origin behind that is that people were so poor you could actually collect and sell your pee to tanneries because it would help tan the leather. And so Yeah, well, oh, like, yeah, like you're the, that poor that you would have to collect it and walk it there. Yeah, there was like That's something with like the urea in the urine that would like do something to like hides or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, that's interesting though. So you were piss poor. Because I think people urine. say that all the time. Oh, I'm piss poor. Piss poor, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I'm not sure. I always just thought it was because of the way that it sounded, right? But right. there's that. But there's an actual right. There's an actual background to that. Yeah. So what we're gonna do though, Joe, for this, we're going to have Jackie read us the uh, saying, and we're going to discuss and see if we can figure out the origin. Of, okay. Of the saying. I, I love I love the I love the idea. Let's do it. All right, so here we go. Jax, give us our first one. Okay. Um, dead as a doornail. Okay. Dead as a doornail. What do you use this thing? I know I've said it, but what's it even mean? Dead as a doornail. Like just something that's I mean, uh they're they're like extra dead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Mega dead. They're really dead. Uh dead as a doornail. So I'm assuming then a door like a nail that you would use in a door can only be used once, perhaps? Maybe. I, I, Right, I mean that's see that's where I was leaning too. I was like, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the, the the literal interpretation here. Can I say that you guys nailed it? Oh, <laughs> where's the joke drum, Joe? <laughs> there it is. Is that the actual meaning? Yeah, I guess um, the the poor people used to use wood pegs and they could be reused. But if you were wealthy, you had a metal doornail, and the doornails could not be reused. So okay, that is a doornail. Interesting. All right. Not as interesting as I thought, but interesting. 
Yeah, a lot of these might not be that interesting, but well, at least we're all learning, right? <laughs> I'm I'm already interested. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm ready to go. What's the, what's the, what's the next one? Um, well, you can say the meaning of ass over tin cups. I couldn't find the origin on this. Oh Basically, man! Basically, everyone said it was nonsense. Oh, it's, it's just a nonsense saying. All right, so ass over you know tin what, cups. Like when you use it, do you know what it means? Somebody falls and they like, well, they're yeah, ass they over. Went, they went they went ass over tin cups, right? Yes. Yeah, where were the tin? Oh, oh, like, maybe to me they were holding a tin cup. Yeah, they had tin cups and they fell and they went. Their ass went higher than their hands, like so they didn't just belly flop. They yeah. were like rolled, probably or upside down. Upside down, so their ass was over top of their tin cups. That makes sense. That's what we're going with, right? Yeah. <laughs> maybe we should start carrying tin cups and bring it back. We should, just so <laughs> someone can use that saying literally. Oh man. Oh, we well, we talked about this when we mm-hmm. um when Joe called in uh the origin of god bless you why do we bless oh, people yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yes and we yeah. have a couple theories on this so the theory that i remember what, what was your theory joe and i'll tell you mine my my original understanding was and this was i don't know if i originally looked this up or if it was something somebody told me my original understanding was that when you sneezed in the middle ages people would blame it on the fact that you still had bad spirits or negative spirits or right. you know the devil inside you so you you know if you sneeze they're like oh bless you you know like hope i hope the rest of it comes out see that's so weird to me i, I never heard that that uh theory of of the of the origin of that story what, so what version did you hear i heard now again <clears throat> i this may be way off yeah sure which i'm sure it probably is but i heard it came from native americans <laughs> <laughs> legend has it yes legend has yeah. it has it the native americans uh they would they would say god bless you uh because they thought when you sneezed uh you were inhaling bad spirits and then expelling them oh okay okay so that's what i heard i don't know if that even makes any sense either what did you find out for the actual meaning jacks yeah well when i i think there are several but when i googled it it said that people used to think that your heart stopped briefly while you sneezed, and that's as close to you were close to death, so they would bless you. Interesting. Three similar but different versions of it, right? It was always like it was always based around blessing somebody because, like, oh, I don't know, I don't know what's going on in there, but we better bless Uh-oh. you just yeah. to make sure. Yeah, the two the two that we heard were spirit related, right? <clears throat> and Jackie's was death related. Um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like the spirit one better. I feel like that makes more sense to me, but I don't but know. I, I guess we'll have to believe heard, the internet. So Jackie, though, on that note though, I have heard, you know, the people always like, oh, your heart stops a split second when you sneeze, you know, I, that's, that's, for heard that? I never I heard that. that. Yeah. That's been an urban legend, like forever. Really? Huh. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense then. I mean, yeah, maybe it does make more sense. I don't know. Yeah. All right, There's so also we'll, the thing that you can't sneeze with your eyes open. I mean, I know I've heard, thing, but. I've heard that your eyes will pop out of your head. It'll just explode. It'll just explode if you, on the next episode, we're sides. going to experiment. Yeah. I think somebody actually did that on YouTube on like a high speed like camera. Like they sneezed and kept their eyes open the whole time. Uh, so I believe that was debunked. Uh, I, assume they, I assume they lived. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that you couldn't sneeze with your eyes open though. Cause that seems darn near impossible. <clears throat> it does. It does. That's I'd have like, to hold them open. You imagine like, yeah. uh, like if you're driving down the road. And you know, you're in like a maybe like an intense situation and you have to sneeze and you are trying to keep your eyes open and then your eyes pop out of your head. <laughs> situation gets a little more intense. Yeah, yeah this, got, this got real bad real quick. Yeah. You thought you were in an intense situation. Right. 
<laughs> yeah, your car. And people are like, oh my God. <laughs> Eyeballs on your windshield. This yeah. is way worse. Yeah. It's like, dude, you just dodged a raccoon, man. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right, what's another one? No, uh, no stone goes unturned or leaving no stone unturned. This uh-huh. is actually interesting. Do <sighs> you want to take a stab at this one, Joe? Okay, I, ha- I mean, I, uh, the obvious thing that comes to mind is that when you're looking for things, you might have to look under a rock, right? So that's when I, when I've heard that saying before, like, well, we should leave no stone unturned or whatever. I'm thinking, okay, it's just because you're picking up all the rocks and looking under them. But I have a feeling there's something more to it. I think it's a little deeper. I feel like it goes with something. So I'm going to say like, it is probably uh, rooted somewhere in like maybe searching for bait or something like like fishing and you're uh, and you're okay, looking okay. maybe for worms or uh, you know not exactly that but something like that like no, you're I looking for you're something saying, under no. that rock uh and then but that's the thing like in in you know no stone goes unturned because you don't want to give up looking for what you're looking for i don't know what's the origin Jax? it's pretty darn old would you like to guess how i old? just did oh how, oh, uh, how guess well, you're wrong oh, so. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> how old is pretty darn old to you oh i'm gonna say uh i'm gonna say, uh, an exact date or like a century no, the century joe what do you think what century um i i am gonna go yeah i'm gonna go early 1900s i'm gonna say 1200s Ooh, 1200s okay. pretty much right in the middle mid 1500s okay all right. Okay. It says this expression alludes to an ancient Greek legend about a general who buried a large treasure in his tent when he was defeated in battle. Those seeking the treasure consulted the Oracle of Delphi, who advised them to move every stone. Okay. Just think about how long that saying has stayed intact yeah. then. Yeah. Through through hundreds, hundreds of years. like five hundred years on the four hundred years. Yeah. Five hundred years? Yeah, that's I like crazy. that it came from a real event. Yeah. Leave no stone unturned. Huh. All right, well, there you go. Well, I'll never I remember today. I'll never remember the origin, but I, I can at least tell people that I knew it at one point. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, Jackie told me what it meant, but I forgot. She Googled it. Yeah. All right, what's, what's another one? Putting, we'll do, uh, do, do a couple more spot. here. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Don't oh, throw the baby out that? with the bathwater. What weirdo made that one up? We'll look it up I while know. we're trying to figure this out. Okay. I think I have a pretty good idea okay. of where this would come from. This again comes from the era of throwing when when we would just toss bath water, dirty bath water, dirty dish water, stuff out on the out of the side of the house. That's right? kind of where I was thinking so too, yeah. Right, like all into the street because that's where people would literally dump their dirty water and sewage would be out into the street. So we're talking, oh yeah, we're talking like middle, you know, late Middle Ages, right, or early Middle. Like, yeah, like if you watch Game of Thrones, in the Middle Ages. Yeah, if you watch Game of Thrones in in the, in the in the city, they would literally dump their chamber pots out the window. Yeah, yeah, and people come along and clean it up, but it's still it's disgusting. So yeah, I'm guessing that they you know, the saying is don't do something stupid like forget to take the baby out of the bathwater before you throw it out the window. Do you think like any warning, like, uh, you know, warning coffee is hot or warning, you know, uh, these are uh, like, don't give this to your child because you know, it'll, you know, it'll kill them or something. Sure. Like, sure. Uh, because <clears throat> every warning label you see on something immediately, I think someone did that and then they have to warn you not to do it. So I'm wondering <laughs> if some point somebody actually threw their baby out the window in the bathwater. Do you think it actually I, happened? Uh, okay, I, I this is a I, I don't even like talking about this, but I'm but like 
I mean, you don't want to talk statistically, the chances of it happening. A hundred percent it happened. It happened. Yeah, I mean, yeah, at some point. Yeah. yeah that bathwater could have been really dirty. It could have been. And uh, I forgot all my the, baby was in there. All the weird news we've done on this show, definitely, I'm saying 100%, this came from a true well, when event. I tell you how old this expression is, I guarantee oh you it happened at some point. Okay. It is also right. from the 1500s. Yeah, makes sense. And okay. they said it's a, yep. it's a German Uh-oh. Proverb. <laughs> proverb? I guess so. Okay. It's just a translation okay, of a right. German proverb. And it but it says it's been used since then. Mm-hmm. And the actual definition is it's an idiomatic expression for an avoidable error in which something good or of value is eliminated when trying to get rid of something unwanted. Yes. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah. There okay. you go. I should have been a teacher. Yeah, that makes uh <laughs> makes perfect sense. I like it. It was the, it was the Germans. Yes. Don't throw your baby out with. God, I mean, I guess I it's not really German. interesting that it's a proverb, well, but it good. is cool that these things are have been around for so long and they're still going. I mean, people still say them. Is it? Yeah. All right. Is it Germans yeah. that can't say W's or V's or something like that? Like they, I think there's there's like a, a letter W's that's not, are V's. Right? Yeah. Are, like they oh, would say like, oh, uh, like Volkswagen Wiener Schnitzel. Yes. Uh, yeah. Opens the window. Like they don't have yeah. W in their <laughs> language. Like they can't. They well, w, I think the W and the V are reversed in their language. Really. Wait, wait. Yeah. No, no. I think so. I think that was like the big thing is that the W is a V sound and the V is a W sound. No, they're not going to say, uh, hey, how was your Valentine's Day? <laughs> no, not, I mean, for a word that came from their origin, not. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you're saying. But no, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't have a, a concrete example <laughs> happy, there. Ha- happy Valent- Valentine's Day. <laughs> Yeah, I put I put some flowers on the windows here for <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> Open the window so I can get rid of this bath of water. <laughs> <laughs> bath of water. Hang on to the baby. <laughs> All, right. All right. Language learners often get mixed up with V's and W's in German. V is pronounced as an F sound with the letter itself rhyming with ow. This can be seen in words like vor, wirken, and wirlust. Okay. So fear- Meanwhile, W... W meanwhile takes the pronunciation of an English V. Yes. So I was I was close. So W gets the V sound, but a V, what we traditionally think of as V, got more of a like a, a quick F a sound. Quick, yeah, F sound. Yeah. What okay. does F sound like? Valentine's Day. Oh, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, okay. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Now, now that you say it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Look at it. they're all is learning. Is F just F then? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Because fra. Yeah. yeah. Frau. Yeah. Or it's dub, but V is like a quicker like like a. A lower, like an yeah. lowercase f. <laughs> I am very famished. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll look. We all we all learn something. <laughs> we all learn something today. Yeah. We need the. the more you know. Oh, we yeah. do. Yeah. All right. Let's do one more, and then we'll get ready to wrap up here. All right. What else you got, Jax? I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look too. I, I also put some down here. Yeah. You you pick one. All right. So uh, we got uh, rainy cats and dogs. Cat cats got your tongue. The bee's knees. Uh, oh, never look a gift horse in the mouth. Okay. That's, that's okay, something yeah. I think we still say. Uh, yeah. Do you know where that came? Actually, Jax, why don't you take a guess with Joe and I'll look it up. At the origin? Yeah. Let me see. What do you think? Well, I think it had to do with probably Santa and the North Pole. Originally reindeer. Don't look a gift reindeer in the mouth. I'm just kidding. I, I was no, going to say. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> She's you're, like, you're well, very actually. specific. Yeah. <laughs> he gave gifts. They had mm-hmm. four legs. It's all, it makes sense. All right. Let's see. The, Joe, what, what do you think? Where do you think it came from? Um, I actually, it has to do, okay. It has to do with something. And 
like either like a horse would bite you or or something right like it has to be something along the lines of a horse, guess. Like, maybe it was like had to do with racing like if if your horse if you had a good racehorse and he was a winner that would be like some sort of gift okay okay but why you look him in the mouth i don't know i don't know i can't even actually find him finding definitions of kind of what it means uh, oh maybe it has it? to do with their health don't look in their mouth because they could teeth health uh, the phrase appears as uh, don't horse look gingivitis right it could be <laughs> Uh, I can't, I can't, oh, are okay. you, are you finding it. something? Yeah. Okay. So it looks that it has changed meanings over the years and kind of slipped a little bit. It did start with Santa, didn't it? Yeah, actually it did. <laughs> it, it did it really? You know, oh. 1002, Santa said to his reindeer. <laughs> I was like, ho, ho, ho. Um, <laughs> so as your teeth. most... This is from a UK site called mm. Phrases, okay? And it looks like they did a little research on it. And they said, as with most proverbs, the origin is ancient and unknown. We have some clues in this one, however. The phrase first appears in English in 1546 as, and this is important, don't look a given horse oh, in the Oh, so maybe the translation right? got screwed up somewhere. Right. Uh, and, and it's probably that they obtained the phrase from a Latin text. From as far back as AD 400, which contains the text "Noli equi dentes inspire donate," never inspect the teeth of a given horse. So it is. It does look like it had some kind of roots in like you really shouldn't like have your face or your hands or whatever like near a horse's mouth. But it has gotten twisted over the last several hundred years into uh, what we know today. I think it really sure. has to do with health. Because you're given a horse and you're saying, is this horse healthy? Because a lot of right. animals and but it's a given, healthy. a given horse. So what you're doing horse. is you're yeah. insulting yeah. the person gave who you a gave gift it to and you. You're like, how good is this? Yeah, gift? yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's you're like trying... if I gave you a car and you start going through it and saying, right, there's yeah, a exactly. hole in this seat. So you're trying to inspect the health of uh, the health of this gift that was given to you, and you insulted the wow, giver. This was the most interesting one. I know. Yeah. So that actually makes sense, and I think it still sort of applies the same way it was. You know. uh I see you know, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. yeah. Even incorrectly. So, yeah. So don't don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Still makes sense in the way the way we use it. So, but there you go. I think we got to the, the gift the bottom horse of makes it sound like the horse is giving a gift. Yes. Yeah. Like exactly. Gift yeah. The gift is the horse. <laughs> or if you say a gifted horse, are they smart? That's true. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. They're in the smart kids class. Mm -hmm. but, but you said it wrong. Like, no, I didn't. <laughs> like you're dumb. <laughs> All right, yeah, man, look at us. Look at us gift. teaching yep. everybody some stuff today. <laughs> you are welcome. Yep. America. Oh, my God. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get ready to wrap this one up. So, Jackie, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us for thank a you. show. It was really fun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys all in the next one. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.